<laughs> Hi, this is Brittany. And this is Casey. And we are the Professionally Unprofessionals. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. So today we're going to talk about Instant Influencer. And before we get into that though, I think it's just important to kind of know where Casey and I stand on YouTube. Do we like it? Do we love it? Do we hate it? The answer is. <laughs> oh, restart this entire thing. It's horrible. They're on the edge of their seats. <laughs> so my brother and I used to watch YouTube a lot, like when we were in elementary, middle school kind of thing. And especially like Shane Dawson and parody videos. And we even had like our own YouTube channel. If you want to check out our videos, Super Force <laughs> Fan. <laughs> They're all deleted. Don't worry. You will never find them. Um, and as like I got into high school, I kind of got over watching YouTube. Uh, it wasn't as interesting to me anymore. Um, and then as I got into college and got into playing more with makeup and buying products and stuff, I kind of went back to YouTube for, and especially watching like makeup influencers on YouTube. And I think that I kind of forced Casey to do the same. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Um. So I didn't really... Um watch YouTube a ton. I know back in like elementary middle school, whenever I'd see my cousins, we would watch like the classic like salad fingers and like the, the unicorns. I don't even know their names, but it was just like like those dumb YouTube videos, you know. Yeah. Um so I didn't know who Shane Dawson was or any of like the big like OG YouTubers. And then when I was living with my mom, I didn't really have access to, like, computers or, like, anything like that in the house, so didn't really have the access to YouTube to watch it, and then when I moved in with my dad, my little brother watched YouTube all the time, like, he was just, like, in front of the computer watching YouTube, it felt like every day, all day, and so I just kind of thought of it as like really annoying because it's just I saw my little brother doing it is so dorky you know <laughs> in the true theme of our friendship Brittany forces me to watch YouTube against my will holds me down makes me watch makeup tutorials <laughs> I like open your eyeballs that so you have yeah. to watch it <laughs> exactly yeah I started out with watching makeup tutorials and kind of like binge watching all of these different like makeup YouTubers because I was new to the scene and so I had plenty of content to fill up on and yeah yeah because we both kind of got into well you know in our toxic friendship apparently <laughs> I got into like makeup and buying like different palettes and then I think it was just kind of forced upon you as well mm -hmm. and yeah yeah it was really weird because I didn't like I didn't wear makeup I maybe wore mascara like it was not a very big thing in my life at the time and then Brittany who's full beat going to the <laughs> river it's like you have to watch all of these videos and look at all these things that we have to buy yeah uh we may or may not have spent a little too much money at Ulta that summer <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's fine the first time I did Casey's eyebrows she definitely cried don't worry 
Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird thing to hop on because you don't realize your eyebrows need to be filled in or like that eyebrows are an actual thing until like you have yeah. the opportunity to have them done and you're just like you're a whole different person <laughs> yeah it's just too much to handle really <laughs> yeah <laughs> so one of the big people that we watch that are very entertaining to us is James Charles mm-hmm. so do you want to tell everyone a little bit more about James yeah um so he is a makeup influencer on YouTube and pretty much every social media platform He started off super young. I want to say he was like 15 or 16, for sure still in high school. And he like started off like doing other people's makeup and stuff like that. And then he started filming himself, doing makeup tutorials and like testing out different products and became super big. And he was actually the first male cover girl, which was this really big, like groundbreaking thing because you don't typically see boys in makeup. And so he's a really big advocate for everybody can wear makeup, everybody can express themselves. And to this day, he has over 18 million followers on YouTube, which of course comes with plenty of internet scandals, which he is no, like he does not shy away from scandals, that's for sure. But instead of like having those destroy him and like take him down, he actually uses them as like jokes or like fuel to succeed. He's a really business driven guy. Like he's so young, but he has this big following. He has these big projects that he's worked on and he's just like super successful. And I feel like I definitely watch James probably more than anyone else on YouTube, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Shane a little bit more, but I feel well, like, like content wise, Shane doesn't put yeah. out as much. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like, especially in the whole beauty world on YouTube, it can kind of seem like it's the same thing over and over again. They're testing products, they're testing drugstore, they're testing whatever. And I think that James does a really good job of, like, giving that variety within his platform and, like, the Mm -hmm. entertainment factor is always really big. And I feel like he does put so much, like, work and effort into planning his videos yeah and coming up with good content so about a year ago James posted on all of his social media and on his channel that he wanted to start this competition show instant influencer so he had people send in audition videos for the contestants to be a part of it Mm -hmm. and So the show concept is just kind of picking these smaller influencers that have the talent and the ambition to become very big in the industry and kind of become like an instant influencer (laughs) kind of thing. Um, So there's six contestants and we'll get more into them later. But do you want to just talk about, like, the prize that they're competing for? Yeah. Something that's really big about being an influencer is the equipment that comes along with it. A lot of people, like, there are obviously YouTubers who film on their iPhones and stuff like that. But being a beauty influencer, you have to have good lighting and good camera equipment to showcase the products you're using. So one of the big prizes is that they're going to win filming equipment that is the same that James Charles uses in all of his videos and is worth up to $10,000, which I just think is insane. They also will win a collab video with James, which is really big too, because he 
like I said, has 18 million followers on YouTube. And he's like, he used to collab a lot, but now it's a lot of like really famous people like Kylie Jenner and Kesha and like the vlog squad was a big one too, even though they're like more famous on YouTube, you know? Yeah. Throughout the entire competition, they'll be getting tips and tricks of how to succeed in the industry, which I watching the episode, you can tell that they're staying true to that. And the really big prize that I'm impressed with is that they'll also win $50,000. And this show is kind of reminds me when I was watching it of America's Next Top Model kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Like it's the people that could be really good at this. So they're going to do this competition. They're going to do tests to see how they perform under stress and all of this stuff. But unlike America's Next Top Model, where when you win, you automatically get a contract with Vogue or whoever they picked for that season. Uh, This does not come with any brand deals or contracts. And I'm not sure how you feel about this, but I feel like that's kind of better in a way for this kind of day and age, I guess, because now who you choose to collab with or who you choose to kind of represent on your channel says a lot about you as an influencer and as a beauty guru and everything and I feel like now it's not saying like oh you shouldn't collab with anyone but like pick and choose your collabs wisely and like why you picked them and like being able to not just stick your name on something but like create it with your hands and everything the formula um the price and the packaging like it all wants to be a part of you not just your name on a final product that they already came up with so yeah I guess I wouldn't think like only like creating a product with a brand I think mostly just being like sponsored like having for sure sponsorships would be cool or like having like maybe a pool of brands that they could choose from you know yeah I could see that but I I also see how that might be hard because when you do have sponsorships you have to like kind of follow a script and like not say certain words and like some brands even are like oh you're not allowed to use this product within six months of recording the sponsorship with us that are their competitors and certain things like that so I do feel like it does open the doors for multiple brands to come forward and be like hey we would like to sponsor you and giving Mm -hmm. like the artists themselves like the choice and to be able to pick between them and like go through different contracts not be stuck in a contract with a brand if that makes sense yeah I guess I would just like to see like the guarantee that they would have brands like ready to work with them like that it would be the longevity yeah not just this show but maybe even like I think the American Sex Top model was just like a year contract but that gives you experience yeah or like getting like getting contacts and stuff yeah so I can definitely see both sides to it but yeah so of course James Charles is the one that kind of came up with this idea for the show and he is the host and I think that he is the perfect host for this show and I think that's because like we kind of talked a little bit before He is very business-driven. He's very about marketing himself within his platforms and his kind of persona and his brand. 
So I feel like James starting off so young and having that much drive to be able to become so big over like a three year span, Mm -hmm. like 18 million followers is a lot of followers to have within a short amount of time as far as YouTube is concerned. Yeah, it also just like goes to show like his maturity level, like obviously being, I think he's 19 years old now. Yeah, around Um, there. Like being that age, it's really easy to like fall in with like a party crowd or like fall in with like not as good of a crowd, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he actually like points out a lot that he's not into that kind of stuff and that he's like, like he has friends obviously but he tries to like pull away from drama and doesn't feed into that as much as like other people do and so he's like really business driven and like just seems like a good person to get advice from yeah definitely and like our age like I'm 23 I can't imagine having 18 million plus people watching your every single move just yeah. imagine that being your life like that does not sound ideal for me <laughs> <laughs> so uh do you want to go ahead and talk about who the competitors are yeah so like we said there are six contestants and i wrote them down in no particular order but we have ashley strong benny sarah Brittany renteria christian perez who also goes by indigo Gabriel Garcia and Kaylin Chase. When the episode starts, it shows James kind of like FaceTiming them, letting them know that they are like accepted into this show and are going to be competitors. And he gives them their first, a little challenge. So when they show up to set, they are supposed to come with a makeup look that represents themselves as an artist. And then they kind of have to explain like why that shows them as an artist to James Mm -hmm. so I don't know what time these people woke up to do do this stuff I cannot even imagine yeah I think only Gabriel said that he woke up at like 12 30 like midnight to like to work on his makeup and then be ready to go for this competition yeah that sounds horrible (laughs) to be honest no thank you So who did you like for the first kind of challenge? What stood out to you as far as personality, the makeup looks, all of that? Um, So thinking back about like what each of them did, I really like Gabriel's because his seemed like more, not like out there, but it seemed the most like a lot of ideas going in on this one challenge you know what I mean um his whole face was completely done and it was just like really intricate and you can tell like he worked really hard on it um I also really liked Indigo I thought the concept of his was really cool because he like showed up in like a costume kind of thing and had a mask but then when he took his mask off it was like really beautiful like shaded and yeah and his entire like face was pink and with white detailing and yeah well for the first challenge I really liked Ashley who ended up being the winner James picked her to be the one that like did the challenge the best 
And she did this really cool ink blot inspired makeup look where like it's basically watercolor on her face, like black watercolor. And I just think that that's just so amazing. And she has to be so talented in order to pull that off. Nobody knows me. (laughs) I am the worst at painting. I'm so impatient. And you definitely have to be a patient person when you're painting. (laughs) Casey's so much better at it than I am. (laughs) But especially like watercolors because they're so unpredictable and you have to be very careful and definitely let those dry like more than acrylics. So the fact that she was able to do that in a makeup look just blew my mind. So, and her whole idea behind it was that like everyone views like beauty and artistry differently it's unique to each person it's not like a one shoe fits all and everyone thinks exactly the same so I thought that her message was also really nice like behind it and like I feel like having that knowledge like makes you be able to connect with more people and like being open to interpretation so who do you think did bad (laughs) in the first challenge or I guess Maybe not bad, but who was the least wow-worthy? Well, obviously Brittany, just because she was not as, um, not like as up to par as the other contestants. Uh, Everybody else kind of went like above and beyond, and her look was like beautiful, like don't get me wrong, but she, it just wasn't like as like, wow, you know? Because she did like a really... um like blushy look with like little bubbles like within her cheeks and like she said that it represented her because like she's a bubbly personality (laughs) and it's like okay (laughs) yeah but couldn't you have done like a little bit more like I understand like showing up to a competition and not knowing like what the expectations are like just given that Mm -hmm. like oh show up to something that represents your artistry I feel like that's a pretty general and hard thing to come up with yeah yeah she definitely seemed to be the more she's just really underwhelming yeah definitely so the first actual like big challenge in this competition was selling a product and doing a reveal video for that product and it's just a huge part of being an influencer that's how you make your money and if you can't do that then there's really no other way (laughs) to like become big and like actually make a living off of this so I feel like it's a really good starting point for the competition um since Ashley won the first challenge she was able to pick out a product before anyone else and she picked uh the ColourPop blue mascara which I thought was interesting and we'll talk about that a little bit more later And then after she picked it, everyone else had to, like, run in and grab a product really quickly. It was, like, a frenzy of just all the running and grabbing something. Yeah. And this show is, I'm assuming, sponsored or at least in partnership with Ulta because Mm -hmm. their little store they can go shop through was an Ulta store. (laughs) Um, Which I actually think is really cool. Obviously, like, Ulta is probably the biggest next to Sephora to go and buy makeup um so I think that's really cool that James is able to like get that sponsorship 
for the show. Um, but anyway, so once they got their product, they were able to go into all of their individual studios and all the camera equipment and everything was set up for Mm -hmm. them. But they had three hours to pick a product, film the whole video, edit the entire thing. It just was crazy. And some of the competitors, I think it was Kaylin was like, I usually spend three hours just filming. Yeah. (laughs) So, and editing like, Casey will tell you she edits all of these podcasts that it takes forever to edit something and get it just right. So to do everything within three hours seemed really challenging. Yeah, for her in particular. (laughs) Yeah. So do you want to tell a little bit about like who you thought did well as far as like it shows like them working or you want to talk more about the setup or anything like that? Um, Yeah, so when they're in their individual rooms, it's kind of really intimidating because they can see every competitor on a little screen, like, as they're working, too. And so I feel like I would be really intimidated by that because not only are you seeing them work, but you're also seeing when they get done and, like, how maybe how calm they are or, like, how comfortable they feel, you know, and I feel like that would just be super hard for me to sit there. Yeah, because you're trying not to, like, focus on the other competitors you're trying to focus on yourself but like you see the screen and like if everyone else was gone and you're the only one left like I couldn't even imagine yeah that I would probably just cry (laughs) yeah it's like a time test like where everyone else is done and you're just panicking about everyone else Mm -hmm. being done like (laughs) um and then on that note Brittany was she chose a highlighter and I felt like she did a pretty good job like when they were showing her filming it and The only thing is that when she was finished, she kind of just like rushed through it and she had a whole hour left to spare after videoing and editing it. So she sat on the couch behind all the competitors for an hour and didn't do anything. Yeah. And then on the opposite end of that, Mm -hmm. Kaylin, (laughs) it kind of like showed her in the first challenge and everything as being like maybe just not having all of her thoughts together and like having to kind of ramble on to get to her point and it kind of continued that throughout like this challenge too it like showed her doing like a whole bunch of takes for the same thing and she like couldn't get it right and she was the last person to finish filming and then they went out and they like are editing um in like their little editing spot yeah (laughs) I don't know how to explain it it's like kind of like desk all aligned and they're all edited in the same area but she was also the last person to finish editing and she was like I didn't even get to watch my whole video through yeah like so she had no idea how it actually came out and like Casey will tell you when we record sometimes we're like oh like I need to restart or oh I need to like yeah cut this so imagine us pauses yeah so imagine us like posting a podcast with it being like oh my gosh like just cut this and then say the same thing over again like three times (laughs) like that would be so nerve-wracking well and they were I felt like watching that I wasn't too stressed about it like watching her actually film I wasn't too stressed about how many takes she was taking because James is really famous for starting the same sentence 20 times because he like 
outwardly shows that he has a really bad stutter sometimes or he's really picky with what he's putting out and so like if it sounds like a little off then he'll rephrase it 20 times you know and so Mm -hmm. it's like oh maybe that's just like how she does it too but then when she went out and she only had 30 minutes to edit I was like screaming yeah and it's not like she only had 10 minutes of video because she spent two hours and 30 minutes yeah recording so that's a lot of footage to get through you can't even watch it all (laughs) in 30 minutes so definitely seem to be like on the opposite end of the spectrum as far as time crunching goes (laughs) yeah so of course they're playing their video for the judges and do you want to talk about who the judges were and what we thought about them so obviously james is the judge because he is running the show um, they he also is accompanied by Norvina, who works in Anastasia Beverly Hills, a really big makeup company. She owns it. And I think that's just really cool because she like obviously has a lot of constructive criticism to give because she does own a makeup company and she does do sponsorships and she sells all of these products. And it's not just like one single product like a few makeup companies are just eyeshadow or just mascara like she does everything and so I thought that it was really cool that she was also on the show because she does have a such a big impact in the makeup world yeah and she's definitely not new to reveal videos she does them all the time yeah they do a lot of releases and like you said they do sponsorships with other makeup influencers so she was a really good judge to have on here yeah and from my understanding she's going to be on the show for the remainder of the competition um I don't know if that's accurate but that's just what they made it seem like you heard it here first yeah (laughs) come at me um so then they have the third judge which Brittany has very strong opinions about (laughs) so they have Paris Hilton as the third judge and she just kind of seems like an airhead the entire time yeah she was definitely on brand of Paris Hilton oh my god that's so hot yeah exactly with with her little pup up there (laughs) yeah like the little tongue hanging out the entire time like, I'm not going to lie. She she seems nice. I'm sure it's just part of her, her persona. Brain. Yeah. But I felt like when the, like, being on a competition like this, like, I felt like she should have been more critical and, like, actually helpful. Because every single person that went up, oh, my God, I love it. You're so hot. Yeah. And then, like, the next person go up, oh, my gosh, I'm totally a fan. And the next person <laughs> goes up oh, I would definitely run out and buy this product. Oh, like yeah. every single person. There was not one thing she said that was critical or constructive. like constructive at all to any of them. Just like, oh my God, I'm a fan. I love it. Which is like, obviously all of them are really good and they all did a really good job, but every single one of them had something that they needed to improve on. So you can't sit there and be like, oh, you're perfect, you know? Yeah. And I'm not sure if it was just like, the balance of it all because of course James has very strong opinions mm-hmm. of this kind of thing like and then Norvina she was super 
I think she was probably really helpful and like she was very to the point and she wasn't just like general she was very specific she's like yeah oh like for one of the people they did like a makeup sponge they're like oh well why is this makeup sponge any different than any other makeup sponge on the market your your viewers are going to want to know that and then for the person that did foundation they want to know if this is good for oily skin they want to know if this is good for combination skill like all the stuff that she said was very particular had a reason behind it and she explained that reason which I thought was really like helpful for the competitors agreed and I had never like I don't follow her on social media or anything like that so I've heard of her before and like people had talked about her before but like I had never like seen her talk or anything like that and she just seems like a badass bitch like you know like a big boss woman who knows what she's talking about takes charge like I'm a fan (laughs) yeah I thought that she was a really great pick for this because obviously there are tons of other makeup owners and brands and stuff like that but I feel like she is just like young enough and hip enough and to be like involved with YouTube sponsorships and stuff like she's probably one that goes through and like actually talks with the influencers and stuff like that and not just a big CEO that nobody knows you know yeah definitely and she puts herself like in the spotlight a lot too and she Mm -hmm. does reveal videos and you know it's not like she just passes it off to a different employee like she's doing that so who do you think did the best who stood out to you what videos did you have problems with let's just talk about it I think for sure I really really loved Indigo's video because he chose foundation and which was actually Anastasia Beverly Hills foundation and a foundation he had never like used before and so that was like a big thing Um, so risky (laughs) yeah and so like hearing him explain because before this challenge started they had to wipe up wipe off all of their makeup that they had on for the first impression challenge which he had pink all over his face and it's really pretty well known in the beauty world that when you have a strong pink color it's most likely going to stain you because of the formula and so he obviously wasn't able to wipe all of it off with a makeup wipe and in his video, he kind of sells the foundation and says, like, wow, this is, like, also covering the pink that's stained on my face. And, like, he just does a really good job showcasing it. And then throughout, when they show his edited version of the commercial thing, he's super funny. And he's, like, yeah. throwing in a bunch of jokes. And, like, it's somebody that you can actually see, like, on YouTube, you know? Yeah, that would be entertaining. And I wrote down the same kind of thing, like next to his name, like personality with a big circle around it. Because I feel like out of everyone, he did like showcase his personality the best in the reveal video or like the most likable, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, all the judges really seem to like Benny. And. From, like, my first impression, he seemed to be, like, the youngest and, like, the most, like, James. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've recognized him from, like, a short Instagram clip or 
being on Facebook or whatever. I don't think I've ever watched like his actual videos, but I feel like I've seen him before do stuff. So I'm sure he's at least a little bit bigger than the other competitors. I'm not completely sure, but I feel like I've recognized him. Um, his video, everyone liked, and I'm just not sure if I was so much on board, like the rest of the judges, they were all like, oh, like, he's so funny. He's so likable. And like, I'm not gonna lie. He was like, cute. But like, Mm -hmm. for the actual reveal video, like, I don't know if that would be someone I would like, watch and trust and like, want to go out and buy it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he just really has that big, like, cute factor, like, oh, yeah. kind of thing, not like, oh, this is who I'm following, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to go and spend all my money now. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. So that just was a little bit of a disappointment to me, I guess, because I was, like, originally, oh, he seems very much like James. His mm-hmm. video is going to be good. And I just wasn't as impressed with him as I thought I would be um another person that I want to talk about that I was not in love with (laughs) was Ashley who was a first winner who had like the heads up um of being able to pick out the blue mascara before anyone else Mm -hmm. and given that kind of edge uh so she picked the blue ColourPop mascara and James had said this, but at the beginning of her video, she's like, I'm so excited to reveal this product. <laughs> and and she, then was, said, <laughs> she said, I'm bursting with excitement. Yeah. <laughs> and she's literally sitting there completely straight face. No, like, raising her voice. Just very monotoned. Very, like, she honestly seemed angry her entire video to me. Yeah, just like. She's just there. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm reading this script and I have no emotion and I really don't care about this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like she's not competing for $50,000. <laughs> yeah. And she's not like excited to be here kind of thing. Um, She did like a really good job of like having different shots and like having like the rotation of the product and like really showcasing like that part of mm-hmm. her editing skills and shooting. Which is- very like Tati vibes like yeah definitely showcases and stuff yeah so I feel like that is really good but her personality just was not there for me it just didn't feel like she was excited at all yeah to be honest definitely not somebody that I would choose to watch on a regular basis yeah, and then, like, blue mascara is, like, not something someone wears every day, like, or uses every day, like, a makeup sponge or a foundation or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like she could have had a lot more fun with it because it is a fun product. And when she was asked by the judges why she picked the mascara, she's like, oh, I thought it would be easy. <laughs> like, you don't have to explain mascara. Like, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's like, okay, well, that's not the point. Like, you shouldn't be doing something easy for the competition. Like, even if you're thinking, like, oh, this is going to be, like, quote, unquote, easy because it's versatile or, like, it's easy because I know a lot about it. Like, that's 
one thing, but just saying, oh, well, I thought it would be easy to do the video on, just make it up. <laughs> like, say that you were really inspired by Blue Mascara and, like, it's just something fun and you wanted to do a product that maybe you don't wear every day, but you wear on, like, special occasions and, like, when you want to be a little bit, I don't know, more bubbly or whatever. I just felt like it's not the point of this competition to take the easy way out. And I yeah. just don't see her making it through the entire competition if that's like the attitude she's going to come in with, you know? Yeah, it was kind of interesting because looking back at like the original clips that they were showing of her with like her and her son and stuff, like she like clearly has like a bubbly personality. Like she jokes around and has fun. And it was just something that I wish we would have seen in her commercial. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the person who I thought was not the greatest <laughs> was Gabriel. So he decided to try to use James palette, his eyeshadow palette that he came out with in collaboration with Morphe. And like right off the bat, James like acknowledges this and is like, well, you better do a good job kind of thing because like really ballsy picking the judge's product yeah so risky yeah and so I had kind of high hopes for this um because I thought like oh like he likes a challenge and like that kind of thing yeah but was in the end very disappointed because watching his video it was more like tutorial than it was sponsored and so he was kind of going in and using these different colors and like doing a rainbow look on his eye but looking at the makeup look that he did it didn't seem very like well blended and it didn't seem very not like cohesive because obviously a bunch of people do rainbow eye looks you know but having James be the judge of this and you using this as like your product competition like it just didn't turn out that well yeah and like this is a reveal video like you can't just oh well I'm gonna use this makeup like it's not a tutorial it's a very different feel and he just kind of did like the tutorial and it's like oh now I'm going in with this brownie color it's like okay well you don't even know the name so why would anyone pay for you to do this reveal video if you don't even know the name of of the eyeshadow one (laughs) and then it's like Eyeshadow, I feel like, in general, is pretty risky, especially with a palette that's this big. Mm -hmm. And so I do, like, get that this was a a huge challenge. But he wasn't even talking about, like, the formula, the creaminess, the fallout, or anything like that. It was just like, oh, now I'm going to go in with this color. And, like, the whole look, like Casey had said, it was just kind of underwhelming for that palette. It was very... Just, like, all of the color was directly in the crease. And then he just put, like, a white sheen over his entire lid. Did not blow out the color. Did not really blend well. And he kind of has, like, the eye shape where the lid, like, the crease, you know, is, like, kind of hooded. And so you couldn't really see it a lot because he put it only right in the crease. So... Well, in while he was videoing him doing it, he did do the swatches 
and then just chose not to put it in the final edit. And of course, like James says, like, oh, usually when you're doing like reveal videos, like you swatch the shades so that people can see them. And like that was just kind of a really big downfall because you see eyeshadow palettes being revealed all the time. And that's like one of the biggest things that everybody does. And like you can say, oh, like the swatches don't aren't like the best way to see it because sometimes they perform differently with brushes. But like at the same time, like, you know, it was just kind of like I really didn't like how he didn't use any of the shade names. Yeah. And I just feel like, again, like this is a huge palette and everything. And like you just he picked a wrong product in my opinion and he did not do it justice and if I'm being completely honest I think that he should have lost this challenge yeah I thought for sure that he should have been the one to go yeah do you want to talk about who lost yeah so going into how they revealed was the winner and not the winner of the competition or this particular challenge so while the judges are like conferring with each other and talking about who they thought did best, yada yada, they send all of the competitors to this little room as they do in like many game shows, like Chopped and you know, yeah, like yeah. they're all have to sit next to each other and like kind of sweat it out. <laughs> and <laughs> so they go back to this room, and then when it's time for them to come out and find out who's going home, they all go back to their little filming studios. And I'll have to sit there and wait by themselves in front of all the filming equipment with the little um, screen of every other competitor on it, like sitting there waiting. And so the first person who is the winner, James, like video calls each of them and tells them like, you're safe, like go ahead and head out. And so he video calls Kaylin first, which I think did a really good job in her video too. I really enjoyed her video. I it yeah. stressed me so much though when like they're showing her doing it and like only having thirty minutes to like edit and everything. But I feel like in the end, her video had so much personality. She like hit all the points she needed to with the spun. Yeah. Like I felt like her video was really good, and I totally agree with her winning that competition. Yeah, she did a really great job with like inserting her personality, and like you couldn't tell that she did so many takes. You know. Yeah. And so I thought that she did a good job too. Um, And then they go through all the other competitors, him videoing in. And then for the last competitor who doesn't make the cut, he goes into the room himself to like go let them know. And the last competitor who's going home is Brittany, which is the girl who we had said before, finished an hour early and didn't use the time quite as wisely as everybody else. Yeah. And one of, like, the biggest things that, like, James talked about was she had, like, zoomed in and, like, cut off her forehead. So Mm -hmm. it was really distracting for the video to, like, have that be cut. And it's just, like, if you're revealing a product, you don't want any distractions other than, like, showing the product. And I felt like she could have done so much better, like, setting up the shot and like editing and like not chopping it like that it just seemed all the time she had yeah like if this is a competition why would you want to be like oh I'm done an hour early like that doesn't give you points that makes you look bad yeah if you're not coming out with a super stellar 
end result, then you're like, well, you should have used that hour to be getting better, you know? Exactly. Like you should have done extra stuff instead of just sitting there on the couch. Yeah. (laughs) But I did feel like one of the critiques she had was that she pointed out the highlighter brush. And I kind of disagreed with that critique because I feel like every influencer is like, oh, by the way, like I'm using this brush to apply it because it's like you want to know which brushes work with different products. And I didn't feel like she drew that much attention to it. She just said, I'm going in with a Morphe. Yeah. I feel like if you're getting paid by a company to talk about like their brand and their product, it might be a little bit iffy. But a lot of the people like we watch are not exclusively one brand. So they do do that a lot. Um, But like if I was paid someone and they were like spending time talking about a different brand I could see that being an yeah. issue given given a shout out to somebody else who's not paying for the video exactly but I could just see like why she did it yeah and like of course if you're used to doing tutorials and stuff like that's like part of it so yeah it would be hard to be like oh I'm not allowed to talk about anything else yeah <laughs> so <laughs> yeah exactly um so obviously we both said that we did feel like Gabriel should have gone home but I understand why she was chosen yeah definitely and do you want to talk about like him going into the room to tell her so we both took notes on this episode so that we would have things to talk about for the podcast and discuss and one of my biggest things was I hated I had so much problems with the way he dismissed the person who got cut. Mm -hmm. So James goes into the room and is like, obviously telling her like, oh, like, don't be sad. Like, you're obviously really good because you made it here kind of thing, which is like true. Like, I agree with that. Fine. But he sits down on the couch next to her and says, well, we're going to do a typical sign off like you would for any YouTube video. And has her sign off with him and saying, like, oh, thanks for watching. Like, you know. Yeah. And through this time, like, she's obviously really upset because she lost the competition. She's out the first round. Like, you're upset. Yeah. And so she's, like, kind of crying and she's having a hard time. And then she has to put on this smile for the sign off because she's doing it for, like, the video. Yeah. I definitely understand, like the thinking behind it like oh like we don't want it to be like oh you're cut and you're out and like kind of be a humiliation thing Mm -hmm. and so I understand what the idea was behind it like oh like you did really well like we're gonna sign off and like be happy about it we're not gonna be like making you seem like you're not good like because you are good kind of thing Mm -hmm. but the reality of it is just like that is probably so painful to do. Yeah. Like, I could not. I would just be like, bye. <laughs> Wave your <laughs> hand, like, and start crying. Like, I could not imagine being like, oh, like, follow me on you, my YouTube channel at blah, 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 blah. And, like, yeah. smiling <laughs> along with James. So I feel like the reality versus the idea just was not connected. It yeah, didn't work like- out you have to take into consideration that these are people and they're going to have feelings about what news you're bringing them. Yeah, exactly. But I do like that he didn't do it over, like, the video call because I feel like that would be even 
Yeah. I, I did know, think like, that was nice. Having the respect to like say it in person. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I don't like the sign off thing. <laughs> it was just kind of, it was so odd. Yeah. And like right off the bat, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Like I totally understand like the idea. I just feel like they could have done it better. I feel like they could have given her some time and like cut a video a little bit later, just not in that moment when she just found out like two seconds before. Yeah. So who do you think, if you had to make your predictions right now, will win this competition? I am really rooting for Indigo. I really hope that he wins. And I think he has like a really strong backstory. And seeing his video, I feel like was just like really showcased his personality. And like watching the judges when he was up, like James was laughing the whole entire time and was just like having fun with it. And he just seems like a really strong competitor. Yeah. I'm going to take a little bit of a cheat way out and go with the winner of today's competition, (laughs) which was Kaylin. And I feel like I really enjoy her personality and she seems Mm -hmm. like someone I will like follow, even if she doesn't make this final cut. And like, I do like Indigo a lot as well, but I just feel like she seems like a little bit of an underdog in this like competition, but like made it through this challenge. And if she could do this, I'm hoping that like the next challenges to come, she'll be fantastic at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really hoping that this was just showing her like being nervous about it and that kind of thing. And that she's really strong in the other ones, because I can't imagine that she's going to do well if she keeps on. Yeah. Having a low confidence and yeah, low confidence and not using the time as wisely as other people and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. So I really enjoyed watching this episode. I think that it was really entertaining. I'm going to continue watching it, whether or not we do kind of a podcast for every episode or not. (laughs) But if you guys want us to continue to review this series, just go ahead and leave us a comment or email us or whatever. Yeah. So thanks for listening. And if you want to email us with episode ideas or, you know, anything else, (laughs) our email is professionallyunprofessionals at gmail.com. And you can check us out on Instagram at professionallyunprofessionals. And like our Facebook page, the Professionally Unprofessionals. Bye! Bye.